Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, personal growth, spirituality, and business to live our most fulfilled and liberated lifestyles. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, a former burnt-out financial services consultant turned mindset and business coach. I believe that we have a greater calling in life than just clocking in and out of a job and living for the weekends. So if you're ready, grab your cafecito because your liberation starts right now. Hola mujeres, welcome back to a very special episode of the Liberated Latina podcast. Today we are going to be welcoming our first ever guest here on the podcast, one of my dearest fellow coach friends, Aura Martinez. And we're going to be talking all about being soulfully on purpose and what that means and how you can be on purpose in a world that is so addicted to just being busy all the time. Aura is a self-discovery and empowerment coach, and she's also a flight attendant, which I think is really cool. She has traveled all over the world, and in her work, she integrates her experience as a flight attendant, and she guides inner and outer travelers to discover themselves powerfully so that they can live life to the max. Aura's energy is honestly so infectious and positive and powerful and it's exactly what we need this week with it being election week here in the United States and I really hope that this serves you. I hope you enjoy it and if you do, I would be so honored if you would leave a written review on iTunes and let me know what you most enjoyed about this episode and the podcast in general. All right, Mujeres, let's dive right into the interview. Okay, Aura, I'm so excited for you to be the first official guest on the Liberated Latina podcast. And I know you were on uh, the Liberated Latina Instagram, and I just loved the energy that you brought to that platform. I love the message that you had to share, and I could not think of a better way to start these guest interviews than to bring you back on. So for context, we were in a six-month coaching program together, and I was very new to the program, and I was on the coaching call for the first time, and you came on, and the way that you just showed up, and your energy, and your passion for the work that you do was so inspiring to me, and you continue to inspire me, and I know that what you have for this audience today is going to be gold, so thank you so much for making the time. Well, I thank you. First and foremost, it's an honor, and I'm just so excited to be here. (laughs) So I thank you, and you inspire me too. You are just fabulous. So I thank you so, so much. Yay, thank you. All right, so I think a really great place to start, if they haven't watched the Instagram interview with you, which you should over on Instagram, If you can just give us a little bit of your story and we can get to know you, like what are the life events that really shaped you into who you are today? So for those who don't know me yet, um, I'm a self-discovery and empowerment coach and I help the outer and inner travelers who seek greater well-being and personal fulfillment to discover themselves powerfully so that they can live life to the max. And actually started out as a wellness and life coach. And I was helping people get out of the sugar roller coaster. And then based on my experience, because I also had my own weight loss journey, and based on my clients that were coming to me, because they were coming to me because they wanted to lose the weight and get out of the sugar roller coaster, but that was not it. There was something underneath. 
And so that helped me transition into being a self-discovery and empowerment coach because if we can get to the core of who we are and peel those layers that covers who we really are and get to the truth of why we're doing what we're doing, why is it that we want the things that we want? Boom. That's when we start experiencing transformation in different areas of our life. Like I really believe that if we were to get to the core of who we are, we can literally shape and change every area of our life. And just to share with everyone, apart from being a self-discovery and empowerment coach, I'm also a flight attendant. So I'm feeling this turbulence with everyone. <laughs> I really, really am. And I think all of us, we love to travel, right? Nothing wrong with that because we grow as we travel. We explore as we travel. We become more than what we currently are. But I believe there is one place that so many times we forget that to travel and that's within because that's where our power lies. That's where we will experience greater well-being. That's where we will experience personal fulfillment. And I'm from the Bronx, from Dominican parents. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yes. And so I do all this work also in Spanish, not just in English. And some of the events in my life that has shaped me into being the person that I am, especially because people say, oh, you're very bubbly. Well, by nature, I've always been this kind of person. But I have to say, and I don't think I shared this with you before. So this, is, this might be new if I haven't told you. My dad, at the age of 32, because of a tumor, he became wheelchair bound. And I have to say that witnessing his journey and seeing everything that he has gone through, it's made me appreciate life on a whole new different level. And so I've always believed that if you can walk, if you can see, if you can hear, if you have your health, if you have family, you literally have everything. We tend to forget that. And another thing in terms of what shaped me to be who I am, I think my own journey, because a lot of time we forget that we need to connect with ourselves in order to have everything that we want. Even business, Even business, believe it or Especially not. Especially business. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely everything from relationships, business, job. If it's a job that you're seeking, career, if it's a career that you're seeking, it's going to be very important that you do that connection with yourself. So my own journey, witnessing my own journey and also the journey of my clients is what makes me so passionate about what I do. And I firmly believe that it is once we get to know each other, get to know ourselves, or I was about to say each other, I think it's easy for us to get to know other people, but people don't take the time to get to know themselves. So it isn't until we get to know ourselves powerfully, not superficially, powerfully. And that requires us peeling the layers that covers our true essence. It is only then that we're able to manifest and have everything that we want in our life. Mm, taking me to church. I swear. <laughs> well, first of all, I really want to honor you. Thank you for sharing the story about your dad. 
I don't think I've ever heard you share that before. So I, I really thank you for sharing that, not only with me, but for everybody that's listening. And I know that so many people can relate to going through those types of challenges. And it's just a, such a beautiful intro into the topic, which is all about how to be soulfully on purpose, right? And to your point, I think a lot of times what people think is just lack of clarity, right? You hear it all the time, I'm sure. I hear it all the time in, in more of like the business sense of, I don't have clarity. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this is not it, but I want something different and I don't know what that is. And I always tell them, well, you're not clear because you haven't taken the time to really get to know yourself. You're, you're trying to be between all these different versions of you, the version that you are and the version that Fulana wants you to be and the version that Mengano wants you to be. And it's really the lack of clarity is a lost touch with yourself. So for you, yeah, right. So for you, I would love to start getting into the topic, which is being soulfully on purpose. And as a self-discovery coach, what does that mean to you in the context of the work that you do, especially in the, in the culture of doing the status quo, of falling into the system of just you know, going to college and getting the corporate job and working there for 30 years and then retiring and then living your life. But it's, we're not feeling good with that. So what's your take on this idea of living soulfully on purpose? Well, let me just share that the way I came up with this whole term of being soulfully on purpose is that when I reach out to people and I ask them, okay, how are you doing? How's everything? It's so interesting to just read and hear people say, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. And I'm like, okay, you're busy. And I'm very sensitive to energy. Probably that's why my name is Aura. (laughs) I'm very sensitive to energy. And what I sense from that is the whole term of being busy, it's almost as if they're filling up time. They're filling up space. And when we are coming from that perspective, that can lead you to feeling unhappy and not understand why. Void and not understand why. Well, that's because you're being so busy being busy, but it is when you are on purpose and in particular, spiritually on purpose, soulfully on purpose. And what being soulfully on purpose means is you are connecting with who you are and whatever it is that you do is coming from that place as opposed to coming from a place of because I need to look a particular way or I need to appear a particular way or because people think that if I do this 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 way then I'm being productive then I can justify being busy being busy is boring Whereas when you're soulfully on purpose, there is a genura, there's a fulfillment. That's what that means, genura, for those that are listening and don't know Spanish. There is the fulfillment. And when you come from that place, it is there that you are aligned. It is there that the day goes by and you don't feel the sense of, oh my God, the day went by and it went by for nothing. So it's very important that we get connected with ourselves. It's very important that we start to care more about 
how our true essence, which is our soul, feels about what it is that we're doing. Because for as long as we keep caring about what other people think, how other people tells us that we need to be doing, for as long as we make that important, we're never going to experience that greater well-being, that personal fulfillment. So we need to dare to be ourselves. We need to dare to connect with ourselves. And I think that the way to get there for anybody that is wondering is give yourself time for you. Give yourself you time. Just like we would take the time to spend time with our friends, even when we go on a date, we're so attentive, wanting to know more about the other person. But hello, <laughs> you are the most important person in your own life. And I know that sounds selfish, but we need a healthy dose of selfishness in order for us to be happy, but also to give happiness to others. So give yourself that you time, that me time, so that you can connect with your desires, with who you are, what makes you feel happy, what makes you feel comfortable. If you don't mind me sharing with you, I remember, um, I have to say this too. When you are stepping into being soulfully on purpose, one thing to keep in mind is that there are going to be many times that what you want to do, because it feels right for you, is not going to make sense to other people. That is very, very important. And that's going to happen throughout your life. So let me just share with you. I can't believe I'm about to share this with you. So I'm also a flight attendant, right? And <laughs> my main route as a flight attendant is to go to Italy because I'm an Italian speaker as well. And because I do the trip so much and I would fly like five or six trips a month, which is a lot because of the jet lag. There would be times, and mind you, I have friends in Italy, but I don't tell them all the time when I'm there because otherwise I won't sleep. There's this one colleague, because if there's one thing that I value is my sleep. And there's a lot of my colleagues that they get surprised to see. I just have to say, can we normalize needing sleep? Because I have <laughs> always been such an abuela when it comes to that. Like I need at least, at least seven hours of sleep. See, no? The next day, I'm just like dragging, and I just don't feel good. I get headaches. So I love that. Side note, there's so much gold in here, but I just had to interject. It is okay to need sleep and to take care of yourself. And I just feel like, especially with the, you know, 20s and 30s age range, it's like, that's not cool. You need to go, 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 go. So I just needed to interject that. Thank you for, thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> and I'm glad that you mentioned the whole age bracket because you're right there's this misconception or misperception or malentendido, misunderstanding, let's say. <laughs> there's a misunderstanding that, you know, if you're in your 20s or in your 30s, oh, you're too young to want to sleep a lot. And it's like, no, you need your sleep for your intelligence. You need your sleep for your beauty. Sleep is helpful for so many reasons. But anyways, not to go off on a tangent, but going back to the story, so there will be colleagues and there will be people that would tell me, okay, I, I don't understand how you're like so full of energy on the flight going back to the States because we will only have 24 hours layover. That's not enough time. Anyways, one of my secrets, believe it or not, is, is that fact that on my layover, I make sure that I get at least six hours of sleep during the day. I know it sounds like a lot, but it isn't because I know I cannot miss that 
full night of sleep. And then I'm still able to sleep at night in Milan. Anyways, no, no here, no there, but there's this one colleague that she will call me a slam click girl. Can you believe that? That what that means is you close the door and you just slam click. Like you slam the door and you click. That's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I didn't care. I didn't care because I knew that the way I was treating my body was the way I needed to treat myself. So that's just to really emphasize how important it is that you are soulfully on purpose because when you're not, you're going to end up being resentful. You're going to end up being frustrated. You're going to be angry and the anger is coming from you not listening to yourself. So many good things. And I was taking notes as you were talking. So I'm like, oh my gosh, so many good things. But I love that you bring it back to busyness because whether it's in the corporate space, especially in the corporate space, because I would always hear that too. It's like you would ask people, hey, you know, when can we discuss this? Or how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Oh my God, my calendar's slammed. I'm so busy. And I talk about this often, whether we're in the corporate space or where we're starting our own business, it's so easy for us to get addicted to the instant gratification of just being really busy. And we're checking a lot of things off the list. Pero cuando mira a ver, you're going to sleep at night and you're like, I'm exhausted and I don't really know what I did today. It's like, did I, am I really proud of myself or was I just busy? And another question that I like to ask is like, what are you running from? Like those people that are like, I, I need to always be on the go. I need to always be busy. I need to always, I can't just sit and watch TV. Like I need to always be doing something. I'm like, well, what are you running from? Because I feel like we're so resistant to spending time with ourselves and getting to know what it is that we actually desire. We're scared of emotions that we've suppressed, things that we haven't looked at. And the way in which we make ourselves feel better and the ego loves it, right, is to just be busy, 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 busy. So I love that you mentioned that. And if you can, give us maybe a little bit of your coaching perspective on how they can start living soulfully on purpose today. If they're sitting there and saying, yes, but I'm so resistant, it's literally a cultural thing for a lot of us to not, you know, sit back and, and relax or enjoy life or get to know yourself. It's like, hey, ponte la pila, let's go. So what's your, what's your coaching take on that? And how have you helped clients navigate that resistance to get to know themselves? Well, one thing that I have to say, well, two things that I would like to say in regards to everything that you just said. One is when you feel uncomfortable in your own company, that needs to be checked. That needs to be checked because if you think that you feel uncomfortable in your own company, it's not affecting the other relationships that you're having with others, you're wrong. So there's going to be relationships that are going to mirror that for you. Meaning there's going to be people that are going to feel uncomfortable in your own presence because you're not even comfortable with your own presence. So when that's the case, it's necessary to understand why is it so uncomfortable? What about that? Why is it uncomfortable? And sit with it until you figure out why that is. Because if you cannot enjoy your own company, other people are not going to be able to enjoy it either. You have to be the first one to enjoy your own company. So I like to take people on an exploration. And before I even go there, I also want to say this. I think we live in a society where busyness 
looks attractive. Busyness looks sexy. And what I mean with that is, it almost seems as if the more busy you are, oh, you must be very appealing because you're almost like unattainable. Ooh, you know, your time must be precious. And for as long as we keep associating a person that is busy, 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 and busyness in that way, that's how we're going to keep operating. And then we're going to keep on on that cycle of feeling miserable, feeling sad, of feeling empty, of feeling tired, and not understand why. So rather than be on that cycle, okay, why is it that you are uncomfortable with being in your own company? What about it? Where did you learn to be uncomfortable with your own company? Because a lot of times, how we are now is learned. It doesn't even come from who we really are. And this is why I love the work that I do, because it's about peeling those layers. And once you're peeling those layers, you're going to be able to get to the core of who you are. You're going to be able to get to the truth of who you are. And so from that place is when you can live authentically. So how can a person even start living on purpose today? Get connected with you. Get connected with you. And start understanding or at least get the answers as to what does your ideal day look like? You know, put aside everything that anybody may think about how your life should be and how you need to be doing things and get connected with you. What do you think your ideal day will look like? So that's one. Two, what feels good for you at this very moment? And lean into it. Lean into what feels good. Even when for other people it doesn't make any sense. Even if other people criticize this. Because guess what? When you start leaning into what feels good, one, you're going to go to sleep feeling proud of yourself because you stood up for yourself. And that's the best feeling that you can ever have. One thing that is very important for us to remember, we go to sleep to ourselves and we wake up to ourselves. And even if you go to sleep with someone else, you're still going to be living with you. you. You live with you for the rest of your life. So might as well be in peace with yourself knowing that everything that you have done have been things that you have been wanting to do. So understand what feels good for you and lean towards it. If there's any resistance to do the very thing that feels good, it's going to be very important for you to understand where that resistance is coming from. Why is that? Because once you can understand why is that, then you can sort out what's yours and what isn't. Because many times we have things that don't belong to us. Beliefs that don't belong to us. Vocabulary that don't belong to us. And an identity that doesn't even belong to us. So getting connected with you, understanding what your ideal day looks like, figure out what feels good for you. What is one thing? That's another question. Third question. What is one thing that you would like to say at the end of the day that you did? Powerful. And that cuts all the busyness, right? Because it's like, what is the one thing? Not the 10 things. Not the, not the do this and do that. What's the one thing? 
that you want to have under your belt for that day? What would just fill you up with so much joy? I love that question. Yes. I'm telling you, these questions are the start of a beautiful day. It's the start of being soulfully on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I would also love to get your take on this, your coaching take on this, because one of the big things, and apologies, my dog just came in and he's chewing a bone very loudly next to me. So <laughs> for everyone watching, if you hear a weird crunching noise, that's Lincoln. We want it to be in the party. Anyway, I really want to get your coaching take on this because one of the things that I guess I didn't really prime myself for, maybe something that gets left out in the social media culture and just in this picture that's painted when we start following our purpose is we think, okay, all I need to do is get the clarity as to what it is. And then once I'm living in my purpose, that's it. Like, I'm going to be so happy. It's going to be so easy. I'm going to be in alignment, which is true. It does become easier. It doesn't Every day doesn't feel so much of a grind, but there still are things that come up because we're we have to transform in order to start living in accordance with our purpose. And there are parts of us that maybe we have to let go of that no longer serve us to your point, things that aren't ours. And that can feel to the ego, maybe like a death. Like you have to let go of who you are. You have to let go of habits. You have to let go of certain things. And yes, you're so happy that you're on purpose, but it's still a process of transformation. So I would really, I really just want to take some time to normalize that. Because I just think that we resistance comes up and we're like, oh, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. Like this, this isn't working. I'm not in alignment. My chakras are messed up. Whatever we want to tell ourselves. But that's not true. Resistance is part of the process. So I would love to hear about how you maybe have helped clients get over that and what coaching tips you have to not freak out when resistance comes up, even though you're making steps to being on purpose. And how do you continue down that path when things get hard? One of the things that is very important, well, before I even go there, I have to say that part of greater well-being and personal fulfillment is the continuous growing, is the, continuous, the continuation of evolving. We need to evolve because we're going to go through different stages in our life and different stages of our life and different goals that we have requires us to be more to be a little different, to let go of certain ways. And so I think one thing that's very important is that we always remain open, open and curious. So when the resistance comes up, play with it, flirt with it. Be like, hmm, why did this pop up? Oh my gosh, let me understand why is this going on? Make it fun. It doesn't have to be difficult. And you're right. Just because you get the clarity at first, yes, it makes it easier, but it doesn't mean that the journey stops there. It doesn't mean that the growth stops there. It's very important in life that we always become a student. Because for as long as you are a student, a student of life, a student of self, you're going to keep growing and you're going to keep experiencing greater happiness. You're going to keep experiencing expansion. So the moment my clients start to freak out because of some resistance that they're going through, first and foremost, I let them know and I remind them that it is normal to feel resistance. It's normal. 
As a matter of fact, that's a good thing. Because if you're not feeling resistance, you're not growing. You're not growing. That means that we're not getting still to the core of who you are. And so I tell them, that's actually beautiful. That's fabulous. Let's explore. Let's go in with curiosity. And I remind them, it is when you explore those dark parts of you that your light will be able to shine fully. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And that's the shadow work that yeah. is so, it feels so daunting because the conditioning is that, no, I can't, I can't bring that up because that's shameful. I can't bring that up because I won't be accepted. And really at the core of it, and I, I'm not sure of what you've seen with your clients, but at the core of it, we all just want to feel seen and we want to feel understood and we want to feel validated. Even if people don't like it, we really just crave people just understanding us, being like, you know what, I don't agree or whatever. I understand you. And when we don't feel that, that's when we're like, oh, put this away. Oh, that part of me, nope, nope, nobody likes, like, nope, put it away, put it away, put it away. But I just want to applaud you. And this is why I, I just love the work that you do. And I love the style in which you deliver it is because you take something that your clients come to you and maybe they feel a lot of shame around it. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to go to my coach and I have to tell her that this is coming up for me and that I didn't follow through on Dali Dal because I have this, that's shameful. And you, not only do you normalize it, but you make it beautiful and you use the word beautiful. So I just really want to congratulate you because that is amazing. And that's what the world really needs more of. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think that the moment we accept every part of us, every part of us is when we will get to wholeness. It's when we will get to see the beauty of everything in our life, even the things that are quote unquote shameful. As a matter of fact, when we don't dare to go there to those places that are uncomfortable, to those places that are shameful, quote unquote, because there's nothing shameful about any part of us. To the degree that we ignore any part of us, we're going to see certain parts of our life not flourishing to the degree that it is meant to flourish. And so it is only by doing that kind of work, it is only by going within, doing that inner journey, just like a country. Here I am using the whole travel thing. (laughs) just like a country has its poor areas, its rich areas, its ugly areas, its shady areas, so us. And it's interesting to me how as tourists, we're always so curious to see the pretty, the ugly, the shady, everything. But yet when it comes to us, we're not. We don't want to go there, but yet we have to go there. It is part of what makes us who we are. It is part of what makes unique. And for those of you who are wanting to be entrepreneurs, that's going to be part of your story. That mess is going to be your message. And so you have to be willing to go to the ugly parts, the messy parts, the shady parts. It makes you unique. It's what makes you different. It's what makes you you. Yeah. And it's actually, I feel like it's a requirement. Because to your point, any part of ourselves that we abandon, 
that we think has nothing to do with our business, nobody cares, has, you know, has nothing to do with anything. It actually stunts your growth in some way because there's still a part of you that's not playing full out. And of course, that's going to affect your business. And that's why we have to really lean into these types of services to hiring people that can help us discover ourselves fully to live life to the max, right? That is an income generating activity. And we don't, we're not trained to see it that way, right? It, of course, it's, it's so personally fulfilling. But if we think it, that has nothing to do with our desire to find liberation in the process of starting our own business and being our own boss, how are we going to coach others if we haven't been able to really be there for ourselves? So I just really want to commend you for all the work that you're doing. And I didn't necessarily <laughs> let you know that I would be asking this, but it just came up for me. I would love to hear what liberation means to you. Liberation to me means when, let me put it this way. It means when and no longer are things that no, no longer belong to you or never belong to you to begin with has a hold on you. It is when you're able to claim who you are proudly. Live your life with authenticity because you're no longer holding on to beliefs, ideas, people, relationships, whatever it is that brings you down. Oh, that is total liberation. That is total liberation. It leads to happiness. It leads to joy. It leads to you being a gift to other people. I mean, because if you cannot even be a gift for yourself, how are you going to be a gift for other people? And I hope you don't mind me saying this. I love how you said that that is also part of being in business you taking the time to discover yourself and go through the, the ugly parts, the shady areas. Of course, yes, because otherwise you cannot be you fully, not even business. And like you said, if you haven't done the work yourself, how are you going to coach other people to do the same? Impossible. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even if you're not coaching, if you're providing any sort of service, if you're in business for yourself, I mean, what happens when you're faced with difficult situations, AKA this entire year, <laughs> you have to be so comfortable with the parts of yourself, all parts of yourself, because all of that is needed in order to continue to up level in your business. Personally, all of you needs to come along for the ride. Laura, I am just so, 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 so thrilled that you made time to come on and share yourself, share your story, share your work with us. And before we wrap up, I know that you provided my podcast family with a free gift. So I definitely want you to share about what that is and where my mujeres can find you. Yes. Well, some time ago, I created a course called The Path to Your Nirvana. And so I guide them through five steps so that they can get to their own true authenticity, so that they can experience the kind of happiness, the kind of life that they want. So they're going to understand like where their, their focus has been. Who are they? What does happiness mean for them? And finally get the courage to do the very things that they want to do. And should they be interested in that free course, they just have to go to www.aura.com 
emartinez.com. There's going to be a pop-up as they're looking at the site and they're going to be able to sign up from the course from the pop-up. Amazing, amazing. And I'll also be sure to include that link in the show notes so they can go ahead and click on it after they listen to this episode because I know they're going to be so inspired to continue your work. And where else can they find you on social media? So they can find me on Instagram, Aura Elena Martinez. On Facebook, Aura E. Martinez Coach. On Twitter, Aura, is it Aura Elena Martinez? Or Aura E. Martinez. Oh my gosh. One of those two. I'll have, I have it on the show notes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll have it all linked. But thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for allowing me on your, on your platform. Of course. All right, Mujeres. If this episode did not show you anything, it's that you need more Aura in your life. So go ahead and take advantage of a free gift that she provided everyone and join her over on social media. Thank you so much. Bye. Amiga, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode. Yes! All you gotta do is head on over to iTunes, drop a review, and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast. También, be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops. Your support means so much to me, and I can't wait to share more with you on the next episode. See you then.